a show that delves into the mystery of mystery. Bad dating shows and even worse dating advice. I'm Sam Labuti. And I'm Andrea Springer. And this is Helpless, Helpless Romantics. Romantics. Hi, welcome to Helpless Romantics. Hey, hey. Uh, we're obviously hard at work on the finale episode, uh, getting that all set up. That's going to be the first episode where we have a guest on to talk to. So uh, we're working hard on that, but in the meantime, figured we'd give you a fun little random episode. We haven't yeah, done one of these in a while. Fun. So we want to give you something to listen to while you wait for the finale. Uh Real quick, um, I think we have an announcement Andrea wants to make. Yes, um, so I am going to be working with Wayo 104.3 FM in Rochester, which I'm super excited about. I'm going to be the podcast coordinator, which means that Helpless Romantics is making a move. We're yeah. going to be associated with Wayo, and we're mm-hmm. so excited and we're so we're grateful to, to them the new, for the opportunity. Yeah, we're going to be on the new uh, podcast network. That's going to be really cool. Yeah. Um, we're really excited about that, and just all of the opportunities that are going to come from like the setting up of that network in general. Like, yeah. It sounds like you've got a lot of like really cool ideas in mind. Yeah, just stuff amazing that, stuff in Rochester, yeah. and just this is my shout-out for Wayo. If you have Wayo's any, amazing. Oh yeah. my God, it's awesome. If you have any podcast ideas mm-hmm. um, and you're local in Rochester, you should totally submit an application uh, mm-hmm. to have your own podcast on the channel yeah. network. Yeah, that'll be that'll be really cool. Um, shout out to Nick Van Eck. Uh, shout out. He's a huge fan of the show, apparently. Uh, he's constantly interacting and tweeting at us on Twitter. I think he's just at Nick Van Eck. But yeah, shout out to you, buddy. Hope you're Nikito listening. Nikita loves you. Oh, yeah, Nikita loves you. We love you. Hopefully you enjoyed this little random episode. Um, we want to shout out Megan. Megan from uh, Cheesy Eddie's, which is the best cheesecake place oh in my Rochester. God, it's so good. Uh, apparently she's turned a lot of the um, staff at the... At Cheesy Eddie's on to the show, and apparently they love listening while they're back there making amazing cheesecakes for everyone. So that's a plug for you guys. Hopefully you guys can send us over one of those delicious cheesecakes with our faces on them or something. I don't know. You, you guys are the you true guys, artists. Yeah, you're the artists. Yeah, figure it out. Uh, anyone else? Yeah, I want to shout out my mom and dad mm-hmm. for getting me an awesome computer for Christmas that I can uh, Photoshop Nikito's face onto everything now. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out to my mom who keeps telling me... Uh, and asking when I'm going to stop messing around making stupid podcasts and finally make something of myself and give her her grandchild. Uh, so thanks, Mom. Thanks for that. Uh, the answer is uh, I'm not sure. Uh, stop putting the pressure on me for that. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, let's the get into it. The answer is yes, a, yeah. in nine months. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the other announcement, yeah. No, no, no. no. Not for a while. Baby um, mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we want to talk about a few topics. Let's think. Like, what will be fun? Like, um, I think we were going to discuss, like, we're both stand-up comedians. We both had some weird or just terrible comedy shows we've been a part of. Um, not at the like, in fault of always the people running it, but sometimes just, you know, some funny characters. But, um, yeah, Andrea, you have one that's yeah. really my favorite. So I did uh, stand-up at a biker bar mm-hmm. one time. Uh, it was a lot of crowd work. Um, yeah, great bar for a, a liberal feminist to perform at. Yeah. yeah um, also, uh, there are Harley people. I told them that my dad rides a Honda. They were not happy. <laughs> um, I told them that my dad's motorcycle name, I only remember because it's a bunch of numbers and letters. I only mm. remember because it it's our Wi-Fi password, and I'm not going <laughs> to share it. Um, and 
Yeah, like, they would just, like, mock each other openly, like, throughout my whole set, and I had to just be like, yeah, this is cool. But really, after the show is where it got a little crazy. Yeah. Um, Names have been changed to protect the maybe innocent. (laughs) Um, The first one, uh, his moniker that I've chosen is Sincere, Mm -hmm. and uh, we were like, oh, why is your name Sincere? And he's like, but you can't guess why, Mm -hmm. because he's... uh, was the one who liked doing all the little crazy quips, and he called me yeah. a real woman multiple times. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> uh, thank you for that. I am not an AI. The yeah. Um, names are changed, but they're not far off from these guys' no, actual biker they're names. they're pretty close. They had some crazy ones, but yeah. Um, another guy named Torpedo uh, <laughs> told my friend that they could kill him and disappear the body at a pig farm nearby. Oh, that's always which interesting. Was cool. Interesting. Yeah, you get a little information on like the um, surrounding area, so you can you, you got to figure out that there was a pig farm. A nice yeah, pig farm if Malcolm Whitfield so you learn about missing, you learn about the culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then finally, and uh, I'm saving the best for last year. Oh yeah. There was a guy who noticed my tattoos, which I always appreciate. It's always a co- nice conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to show me the tattoos that he had done because he himself is an amateur tattoo artist, mm-hmm. and he wanted me to show. To look at the tattoos that he had done on his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, which is all so, fine so which far. Which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, and so, because I was very afraid of him and did not want to offend him, yeah. without really looking at the tattoo, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> his biker name was Python. <laughs> and so my friend turns to me and he's like, did you see what the tattoo actually said? And I look again, and it said, Python's little bitch, which I just called yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And I stand by that. Yeah. I'm, a, like, uh, embarrassed because, like, I didn't realize that someone else had that tattoo. I've got that <laughs> tattoo on my chest. That's embarrassing. I'm also, yes, uh, Python's little bitch. Yeah. Python's little side me him, bitch. Me and him have a history. We go really back. Um, my story... Um, had nothing to... Um, the, the show itself was great. Um, it was, like, a really important show for me. I was... Um, doing a, like, sort of showcase audition thing for something to do with Comedy Central. That sounds way cooler than it actually was. I don't want you to think I'm dropping that to sound like some kind of big shot. But anyway, it was really important to me. Um, so I tried to invite basically anyone I possibly could to go. I got an extended family calling out everyone. Um, got my um, barber to go, which was cool. But my barber, I mean, he's, my, he's like the best barber in town, hands down. He's amazing. But the guy likes to, you know, get kind of rowdy, likes to party. So he shows up, like, maybe 20 beers deep. He's never seen me do stand-up. He's super excited about it. He's uh, got a half-lit joint in his ear. He's, like, holding, like, four tall boys that he's trying to sneak into the show. He's already probably had about 20. He's, like, already blitzed, and it's, like, 5 p.m., and the doors haven't even opened. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, hopefully this doesn't cause a problem. Throughout the show, he's, like, being kind of rowdy, being a rowdy, like, audience member, you know, yelling out to the other performers. But not enough that they were kicking him out yet or whatever. And he keeps telling me, you know, like, oh, when are you going up? When do you go up? Like, I can't wait to see you perform. Like, he was just waiting for me to go up, you know? So I finally go to go up. And I look out, and he is just nowhere to be found. <laughs> he saw every single performer except for me because he went out to go smoke a freaking uh, roast of bone in the alleyway <laughs> back. And he came back by the time I was done. Um, but anyway, um, there was a staircase to, like, a balcony my for this show, for, like, this venue. Now, 
the balcony didn't need to be in use for the show. Like, it, it, there was a ton of people there, but enough to fit just on the lower level. No need to, like, open up the balcony. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do when there's, that's that kind of show. Um, so he's constantly like, come on, Sammy. We gotta get up to that balcony. <laughs> we gotta get up there. Like, why would they have a balcony if they didn't want people to use it? Which is a fair point if there wasn't a gigantic, like, blockade in front of the stairs to the balcony, which indicated to me that they didn't want to use it. <laughs> um, so uh, he keeps trying to get me to go up there. I'm like, no, man, we can't, we can't, we can't. Anyway, at a certain point, um, he decides he's going with her without me, and he just guns it with his tall boy in hand, spilling all over the place, his tall boy that he's oh, snuck no. in, spilling all over the place. He runs tries to rip past the barricade he's running upstairs the freaking security guard is chasing him trying to tell him like you can't get you can't go up there you gotta get down and the best part after that he still didn't get kicked out oh my god he still didn't get kicked out they still gave him a chance it wasn't until and I don't want him I hope he doesn't hear this and think I'm talking bad on him cause he knows that like I love him he's just a party animal kind of guy and that's who he is and that's why we love him but um you know, and they kept giving him a chance because he was, you know, he's he's a nice guy. He can talk his way out of a paper bag, or well, <laughs> that's not a saying. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, the last draw, I guess, at the end, he just starts nonstop drunk, kind of heckling the final performer no. to a point where um, the promoter was like, "Hey, man, you better tell your boy that he has to calm down, or I'm gonna have to kick him out." <laughs> and at this point, I'm like trying to win this like chance mm-hmm. at this Comedy Central thing, and I'm just like. Hey, that's just my barber, <laughs> so I didn't know this was going to happen, and if do what you must, please do not hold this against me. I'm um, still not sure as to whether or not he lived by his word and said that he wouldn't hold that against me, um, but yeah, he was ejected. His wife, however, stayed for the rest of the show, <laughs> did not feel the need to go back outside and uh, chill with him outside while he roasted another bone, but yeah. Awesome. That was, that was, that was one of my funniest stories. That's um, crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. Those are both crazy stories. Yeah. I feel like yours was, like, even crazier. Like, when you told it to me the first time, like, well, those were all, like, the bullet points, but just, like, the pure, like, confusion of just, like, got booked in this show, weird, like, way out of town. Yeah. At this place, didn't know what it was going to be, and it's, like, you, like, all the comedians that were on it were just, like, all very, like, liberal, like, alternative comedian, like, young comics, like, you know, like people of color, women, feminist, liberal people, and all this kind of stuff, just did not jive with the, like, bar that Pee Wee goes into to do tequila, the tequila dance. Like, if you ever yeah, seen... Yeah, I was, like, live Yeah, if you ever seen updates, that movie, so yeah. Like, they kill Malcolm. It's like that weird, yeah. like, biker bar you see in a movie where everyone just stops and looks at you when you enter, and if you're not one of the bikers... And it was crazy, and they bottles. had amazing moonshine! Well, of course they did. Oh my god, I had so much moonshine. That was a part of the story that I didn't hear until now. That was amazing. <laughs> but anyway, so um, tastes like apple pie. Mm, I, <laughs> that sounds impossible. But um, yeah, what else were we gonna talk about? Like good, like high school stories. Yeah, we did childhood stories before, but I feel like we didn't dip into like too many of the like teenage angst, like nonstop, like feeling like crap about yourself. High school stories, which yeah. are always fun. Um, do you want to go into yeah, yours? Yeah, sure. Um, it was weird. I didn't have that much like. I mean, I had a lot of teenage angst, mm. but I had, like, weird teenage angst. Yeah. And this is going to show you an example. Yeah. So, my choir went to New York City mm. for a trip, and um, we ate at Pizzeria Uno, because, you know, mm. the finest New York establishment. Mm, yeah. Um, 
classic New York pizza. You know, New York, Chicago deep dish. Yeah. Um, and the, I think the waiter was, like, trying to guess all of us if we were, like, altos or sopranos, and I was mm-hmm. all, like, proud because he, like, couldn't guess mine, and yeah. I was, like, the only one. Um, and then come the end of the meal, I was trying to figure everything out. I didn't, we didn't have enough money to cover the whole bill mm-hmm. because some people just didn't leave enough money. And yeah. beyond that, there was no, no money tip. for the tip, yeah. Um, so I, like, was horrified. Yeah. I think, Pure young Andrea. Yeah. Christian. So wholesome. Yeah. Um, I that think almost everybody. everybody had left at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were crying? And I was crying. I started <laughs> crying because I was like, they're not, they're going to think that we, like, didn't leave them a tip. Like, yeah. they're going to, like. I think we're horrible people. They were horrible we, people. We there were so many were of us. service. Yeah. Um, it's, it was awful. And, like, we, like, we gathered together enough money to pay the whole bill. Yeah. And I left, like, all of the cash that I had, yeah. too. Um, and all of your cash. All of it. Every, and every I, like, restaurant. went out to, like, join everybody else, and I was, like, mm-hmm. crying. And, like, this girl that I wasn't even really friends with, but, mm-hmm. like, shout out to her for being awesome. Yeah. She, like, heard what I was, like, talking about and, like, comforted me and then yelled at everyone. Mm-hmm. And then I think at that point was when someone came up and they were, like, uh, yeah, the, t- the tip was included. Like, <laughs> that's what the gratuity was. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they got a nice extra so they got, tip, courtesy like, of Andrea Springer. So you actually made their fucking day. Yeah. Left them all of your freaking piggy bank, just dumped oh it on I the know. table for them. Jesus Christ. Mine is a different story, and it's kind of embarrassing. I don't know how to get all into it. It relates a bit to this uh, podcast that we have going on with the Helpless Romantics title. <laughs> um, for some reason in high school, and I feel like a lot of people I've talked to felt the same way, the worst thing imaginable to me was that someone would find out that I liked oh a girl. God. I would Nightmare. go to desperate measures to make sure that no one found out that I liked a girl in general, and especially not like that the girl found out or that anyone knew that I liked that girl. Like, it seemed like the end of the world. Like, God forbid someone knows that I like them, you know? <laughs> so, a great example of that. My buddy, he never had problems talking to girls. He um, wound up getting some girl who was in our jazz band class uh, to agree to go on a date with him to the mall to see a movie, classic. And he's like, come on, man, like, we got to do it as like a second date. You need to ask, you know, the girl that you have this huge crush on. You're always talking about it and stuff like this is your chance. I don't know why he desperately needed it to be a double Mm -hmm. date because like he would not stop until like it was a double date. Anyway, I'm like nervous. Like, I can't. I can't let her know, blah, blah, blah. So my genius idea was to concoct this plan to get her to go on a date with me without knowing that I liked her or that it was a date. <laughs> Which involved, like, me telling my friend, and I made, I made him run by it, like, and repeat what I said multiple times, and I told him not to stray at all from the stri- script or else it would all crumble, in my, in my <laughs> opinion. And I was like, tell her that me and you were supposed to go to the movies on Friday, but then you asked Shannon to go, and she said yes. So you didn't want to cancel your movie plans with me, but now you got Shannon there, and now I'm just there as the third wheel, all alone and awkward. So the only solution (laughs) is that we have to ask another person, and make sure you don't say that I want her to go. Make sure you definitely don't say that. Just say that, like, oh, you and Sam are kind of friends. Like, would you want to go, like, see this movie just because you seem like friends? Like, no, like, planning (laughs) to this. This is just random off the top of my head. And I made sure he told it like that. Um, She wound up agreeing... Um, and so after that, my whole idea, I was like crumbling waiting for this date. Cause I was thinking like, 
I, I want this to be a date while simultaneously not being a date. I want her to have no idea that I'm interested in her and that this is a date while also knowing that I like her and having this be a date. And those two things obviously just wound up cat- like like canceling each other out, <laughs> leaving me basically catatonic. No. Where like I could like almost not at all like interact with her. Like she would just tell me something and I'd be like, ha 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 Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh uh, look at that cool store. We should go to Lids. Um <laughs> to cap it all off, we went to see Paul Blart Mall Cop, no. which is, I mean, talk about a romantic movie to have it always a, gets me to have a pseudo double date with. Um yeah, that just did not go well. Um, I still know that girl. Always wonder if she knew what was up, knew that like the whole time, and just thought we were idiots. <laughs> um, I lean towards yes because the more I look at the logic of that, it doesn't make sense. Where it's like, oh, like I couldn't just not go to him with the movies on that Friday, like, and mm-hmm. do it another day because he had a date, like. No possible way that either of us could reschedule. Like, we were locked in. There was no way around it. Like, the only way was for her to come with us. Like, or else (laughs) the entire world would shatter. And, like, you know, like, it just doesn't make sense. All black is the Um, only way. Anyway, uh, my best friend, one of my best friends, wound up taking her to prom, which obviously crushed me. The best part about that was um, we were sitting at study hall, which is where I would hang out with this girl. And he, like, strolled in because he had an off period. And I remember looking at him and thinking, like, oh, my God. Like, I've got to get him to leave as soon as possible because <laughs> I know that, like, she's his type. He's probably her type because he's not me. <laughs> and um, and I just knew. And as soon as he sat down, they instantly, like, start flirting. I'm constantly trying to, like, deflect him away. Like, hey, like, wouldn't you want to go, like, somewhere else instead? <laughs> like, we should get out of here. This is stupid. Except you leave and I stay. Um, none of it worked. He wound up um, asking me, he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to take her to prom. Like, you think that's a good idea? And I was giving, like, vague answers indicating no. And he's like, unless you like her. And he did the cool guy thing. Like, if you like her and you want to ask her, like, I'll let you do it and I won't ask her. But I couldn't admit it to him that I, like, so, like, I wanted him not to go. But I also wasn't going to take her. And so, obviously, he wound up asking her and she said yes. And so I was just super passive-aggressive to him for the, like, remainder of, like, until prom. Like, I slapped him across the face one time, slapped his glasses off his face, like, just because he was like, I don't know if I want to get pizza for lunch today. And I was like, screw you! I just, like, all these, like, outbursts. Um, So, Dave, I'm sorry. And everyone in that story, I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone. Yeah. I don't know why I'm apologizing. Yeah. What Um, did you have here? Then, after that, we just wanted to do, like, drunk stories, right? Yeah, were you going to do your skip over your smashing bottle story? Because that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll start with that one. Um, yeah. Just... And this one is pretty su- short. Um, remember, like, I was, like, super nerdy in high school. Like, homeschooled, very Christian, growing up, very, very nice Christian, person. very yeah. sheltered. So, um, we, uh, me and my friend, uh, drank one night. I was of age at this mm-hmm. point. This was my senior year. Not going to break any rules. And, yeah. um... She was like, we should smash bottles in the street. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, that sounds amazing. I was very drunk, of course. Like, mm-hmm. she could have said literally anything. And, and I'd be like, like oh my idea. gosh, that sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, so she smashed one. Um, I took a bottle and I threw it uh, as hard against the pavement as I could. And it just bounced, bounced away. right back at you. Yeah. Yep. Um, I tried to Like, a Jesus one. would not let you rebel. Like, you're <laughs> yeah. desperately trying to rebel and be like a cool kid. 
And like the Lord is just like, He's like follow Andrea, the path, Andrea. Yeah. You know. Don't turn your eye toward the path of sin. <laughs> he who ca- smashes the first bottle, that he who without sin <laughs> smashed the first bottle oh of, of wood trunk <laughs> cider. Mike's heart. Yeah. Um, but you just couldn't smash him. I tried like I tried again. Didn't work. Yeah. Um, I just like multiple. They just went wouldn't. for the third one, yeah. and so I threw yeah. as hard as I could. And I like saw it like mm. whirling towards the earth. Yeah. And it bounced away. <laughs> and then uh, we saw cop lights and we ran away. Uh, and Which is how a lot of great drunk stories. I'm a failed rebel. My drunk story. Um, yeah, so my 21st birthday, everyone, almost everyone has like a pretty good story of like their 21st birthday, at the very least revolving around them being a shit show nightmare. I remember. I had never kissed a girl before, and this was, I wasn't actually wasn't planning on telling this part. I had never kissed a girl before, so when I got drunk enough, I like when we would like get in conversations with girls, I'd be like, "Hey, it's my twenty first birthday. I've never kissed a girl. Would you kiss me?" Oh no! And they were all just like, uh, "No!" And at this point in time, um, I had just um, mid conversation outside while smoking a cigarette, vomited like like a little bit on like all like on the ground, but a little bit on my like shirt, like mid conversation. I took a drag and I was like. Hey, you know what's interesting? And so I'm, and it was after that that I was asking this question. So a little bit of vomit on me, drunk as shit, like just the saddest figure in the world. I I regret. I'm so sorry to all those girls. That's such a weird thing to ask. This is just a side note. Um, If Sam and I break up, Mm -hmm. and Sam comes up to you at any point, and he's like, "Hey, it's my 28th birthday, and I've never kissed a girl. Mm -hmm. Would you want to kiss me?" Do not believe him. It's a lie. It was true at that time, It was though. true at that time. Very true. I was a very... But <laughs> seeing as how well it worked the first time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that's not even the crux of the story. Um, afterwards, we had, you know, everything had gone off with a hitch. I was super trash. Got in the car with my friend. And this is my one friend uh, who is always down to get into fucking shenanigans. He's either starting them or he's joining them. Um, so I direct him immediately to McDonald's because I'm a fat little boy and I was drunk. And I was like, I'm getting four double cheeseburgers. Classic. I got them. Ate him with a quickness that would make Usain Bolt blush. Um, and so I'm so full that I have to, like, unbuckle and unbelt, like, my, like, pants, you know, and unzip them to, like, give me some breathing room, right? Which I, like, quickly forgot about after I had done it. So we're on, on our way home, and we pass by this one, like, um, store, and out front it says, like, now open, because they had just opened. And attached to that now open sign are 25 multicolored helium balloons. Beautiful. My friend stops, looks at me, and is like, we're taking those balloons. And I was like, fuck yeah, we are. And he peels into the parking lot. And I wing up, flip open the door, get out, run to the balloons, grab them, lift them up. I turn around. Cars are whizzing by. They're all looking at us to see what we're doing. And as I, like, standing there holding 25 balloons as, like, visible as could be, my pants just slowly just fall down to my <laughs> ankles. And at that point, my friend Al is just like, get in the car, let's go, let's get out of here. And I waddle over, dive headfirst into the car, trying to shove these balloons in there. Like, this is a four-door freaking sedan. This is like a Ford Taurus. Like, 25 balloons are not going to, like, fit well. And they're just clouding our vision. I'm, like, halfway, like, locked like in the car. Like, barely can close. barely the old yeah. man from up. Yeah, barely can close the door. And then we just peeled out of there oh and wound up, I think, just ditching those balloons. Because we realized, like, there was... Yeah, like 25, like, uh, like it was like filling the car, like you couldn't see. And like, what the fuck am I going to do with 25 balloons attached oh to this, like, to like a brick? 
now. You're going to be happy. Um, but yeah, um, I, a bunch of people saw that site, and I hope that it gave them a good laugh at least. Gave me a good laugh. Still does. <laughs> I'm just going to end on one last one. Yeah. Um, when I'm drunk, I like to leave surprises for myself. <laughs> yeah. Surprises or vomit. Yeah, the yeah. next day. <laughs> um, and so this one day, I woke up and I like really just had kind of felt like I threw up. And mm-hmm. um, I was like, the living room smells like puke. Yeah. Um, and so I like look around and I kind of search around. And I'm like, the couch smells the most like puke, mm-hmm. but I don't see any puke on it, yeah. under it, around My, it. Mysterious, like, hidden puke. Weird. Yeah. Um, and so I open up the couch cushions. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I realized that in my drunken state, I had vomited into my laptop bag <laughs> and shoved it under the couch cushion because then no one would ever yeah. discover it. Like hiding it from yourself yeah. is really like like oh, I don't I want to make sure Andrea tomorrow doesn't know yeah. that I did this. That's the funniest thing to me. Like oh my God. I can't let sober Andrea know she'll she'll it's think like so little of me. Santa Claus. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's all of our stories, right? Yeah, that's right? all we got today. Yeah, um, we're really excited. Yeah, the season finale of The Pickup Artist and subsequently the season finale of season one of Helpless Romantics will be coming at you really soon with a, a really great special guest. Um, and then after that, we're not sure what we're going to do. We might take a break from uh, The Pickup Artist show and instead of doing season two right away, we might jump into reviewing another similar uh, type of show or do more like one-off, like... Um, uh, episodes about like weird dating people and pickup artists. We have people. a poll up on that. We have so a we poll up. Vote. Let us know what you want HR us to pod do. on Twitter or Helpless Romantics Podcast on Facebook. There's a poll on both of them for you to vote to let us know what you want us to do in the future. Um, yeah, and so vote on that. Keep in touch with us, and uh, we look forward to you guys uh, checking out the finale of the uh, season one of our show. Keep so, it romantic. Yeah. Signing off for Helpless Romantics, I'm Sam Labuti. And I'm Andrea Springer. And we'll see you next time.